Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November under the theme As Soon As Zion Travelled. Venue, Porter City Mutual Prom Prom. Morning, afternoon and evening sessions with Prophet Nanase Opukusakwadie. We appreciate him for the privilege to come to his presence. Amen. They that seek the Lord, they will find him. Amen. That is the confidence we have in coming to him. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, they that seek me, they will find me. So while we are seeking the Lord, may we find the Lord. Amen. 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 Well, you could see that I can sense in my spirit that God is raising an army. Amen. And anytime God has started raising an army, he has an agenda. Amen. Um, I cannot sit here and I'm too limited to predict where God is taking you. Ah. Uh, mind cannot handle those things. Amen. Amen. But I just know that He's preparing you for something. Amen. Uh, it's going to go beyond your widest imagination. Amen. Um, if you look at the kind of exercise we go through here, it's quite intensive. And I believe that uh, champions prepare for competitions. And they don't win by accident. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I know God is preparing for something. Also, um, I sense today that God is about to raise a lot of prophets and prophetess. Amen. So, um, if you go to the medical school, it's the medical professors that raise or teach doctors. And a mechanic cannot teach a medical doctor and a tailor cannot teach a hairdresser so if you agree with me then only prophets can teach up-and-coming prophets amen because sometimes i see one of the harms that has been done to this particular office is because people try to teach it and explain it who don't even know how to operate in the office and sometimes things has been taught as a result of insecurity because when a pastor becomes insecure of the prophet then he stands the chance of condemning the prophetic anointing and and so i want to do a little justice because of what god is doing and try to explain some few things about what a prophetic anointing entails and i want you to understand because the fact that you are sitting under prophetic anointing does not mean you benefit from it you need an understanding to see it operations and how it goes so give me your attention i want to open up forget about everything you have learned the only way to come to god and learn is to come as if you have never known anything paul said let him that think he knows something know that he knows nothing yet as he ought to know so you always have to come to god as a baby to receive from him so today close the chapter of all the caricatures you have learned about prophets hallelujah and then let me give you some information that will benefit you uh, in this season of riding on prophetic wings. Hallelujah. One of the things Jesus said that you kill all of your prophets. And Jesus said that prophets without honor save his hometown. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so um, I'm going to tell you God's intention for the prophetic anointing. I've said it before. Let me repeat it that. Among the fivefold ministry, interestingly, it's only the prophetic anointing that started from the Old Testament and entered the New. Mm. 
None of the other office were in the Old Testament. Only the prophetic anointing began in the Old Testament and entered the New. Yes. There was no apostle in the Old Testament. There was no pastor in the Old Testament. Jeremiah has prophesied that God said, I will give you pastors that will feed you with the word of God. But they are not yet to be raised. They were yet to be raised. Sorry. There were no evangelists in the Old Testament. There were no teachers or pastors. The only among the fivefold ministry that was in the Old Testament was a prophetic anointing. So it traveled all the way from the Old and entered the New Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Old Testament, only three people were carrying the anointing. If you are not in that three group, you cannot be anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. The anointing upon them too was not a permanent anointing. It comes as when they need it. So the Old Testament, God would raise people, he anoint people for kinship. It means that when people are going to be kings, they are anointed. So there's something we call the kinship anointing. Then he also raised the priesthood anointing, like Aaron was the first high priest. He said, anoint, uh, he told Moses to anoint Aaron, he will pray as a priest. So there was a kinship anointing, there was a priesthood anointing, there was a prophetic anointing. Amen. Amen. Go and anoint Elisha to be a prophet in your room. And so these three people were carrying the anointing. Then when we came back to the New Testament, um, after Jesus Christ has come to die and pay the price for our salvation, then he said, I give gift unto men. And he calls some and makes some. He called all of us, but he ordained some and makes some apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists. Now, there are a lot of benefits with the prophetic anointing. I'm going to show you some of them today. Uh, sometimes you can sit under the prophetic anointing and not benefit anything from it because God can only channel something on your direction that you respect. The anointing you respect is what you attract. Amen. Once you respect that anointing, you will attract it. If you can, if you can remember, you are a little bit of a bi very good Bible student. Even Jesus couldn't operate in his hometown because they didn't put value on his anointing. The Bible specifically said that he could do no miracle because of their unbelief. And not just the unbelief, there was a lot of demonstration of disrespect. Some of them were like, is that not a carpenter? Did we not know him? Is that not his brothers and sisters? So, familiarity. Bring them to the place not to enjoy the fullness of Jesus' anointing. The Bible said that he left Nazareth and went to Capernaum. It means that he went where he will be celebrated. And in Capernaum, he doesn't even need to pray for people. People were touching him and they were getting here. But in his hometown. So, so many things can hinder you from enjoying the fullness of what God has raised for you. Hallelujah. One of the people I always pray for are people who are very close to men of God. There is only one demon the devil release on them and that is familiarity spirit. Once you come to know the people, know them, if Jesus ever brought your chobos or your dining or your eating table, because some of them know him like a carpenter. That is all. But he was more than a carpenter. He was more than a carpenter. Jesus Christ came and was raised uh, by his father Joseph who was a carpenter. But then he was still God. Amen. And you see, familiarity spirit is so strong that irrespective of the miracle you see, it will still dishonor the anointing. No matter what. They saw Jesus raise the dead. They saw him cleanse the lepers. 
they saw miracles that was beyond human understanding but still but still that still that spirit was so strong that they couldn't enjoy and the bible said he couldn't do any miracle i pray that you will enjoy the benefit of this teaching because of what god is doing hallelujah in jesus name you may be seated amen god bless you um number one i want you to write this thing that god stares his prophet whenever there is darkness anytime there is darkness god stares his prophet because ghosts in darkness needs to hear the voice of the lord the bible say how can they hear except someone preaches to them hmm? and so anytime there is darkness i'm just starting from the old testament i'll enter the new testament amen you remember when jezebel killed all the prophets jezebel was hunting the prophets at that time in the book of first king chapter 18 and verse number four the bible said that it was so when jezebel cut off the prophets of the lord that is the king james version that obedeah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in the cave and fed them so the jezebelic anointing target prophetic anointing the jezebelic demonic anointing target god's prophetic god's prophet so jezebel was hunting the prophet he was the one who make elijah went to exile i mean jezebel is not just a human being because you see if you look at it logically elijah killed almost 800 fetish priests but ran away from the threat of jezebel so that show you the spirit jezebel carries the witchcraft anointing of jezebel is so strong that elijah elijah sorry ran away and demanded that he would die by the threat of jezebel and i told you jezebel is not a woman with a french name jezebel is a spirit hallelujah all this came about because of a certain funny book that is called my book of bible story also my first book that was written by an organization that probably you used to be there so i won't mention it everybody has that book and when you look at that book there was paintings and some of the paintings were women with a wrong a long nail how many of you have seen that book before thank god all of you may the lord forgive you for reading that particular book hallelujah and as a result people see women and then they see i've seen ignorant preachers preach about women who wear trousers women who who do uh, french nails have you heard anybody preach about women who wear trousers about which trousers say jump straight and then all kinds of things uh, they are they are all ignorant kind of preaching are you getting it hallelujah uh, it's very interesting it, 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 that means that your christianity is limited to your environment god is bigger than ghana god is bigger than your tribe god is bigger than your environment there are other people that when you go there, there are even a country that men's ceremonial dress is skirt. And they have also experienced a revival. Scotland has experienced major revivals. Dangerous. Hallelujah. But the men that were preaching a revival were wearing skirt. If you are just limited to your environment, you just condemn them for nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you're a woman, you are sitting by a man and you have a French and you show it to her, tell him, I'm not a Jezebel. Tell him that i'm just trying to look attractive and look fine amen so tell them hallelujah so these are the things but jezebel's assignment was that he wanted to cut off the prophets hallelujah so the pro if you look at even our country the prophetic anointing is under major attack now let me tell you something here in authority when i say prophet just don't limit it to people who say i see i see 
There are men God has raised based on the years they've stood, like Archbishop Duncan Williams, like Reverend Isuda Naba, like Bishop Dakiwad Mills. All these fathers, they were prophets in their own right. Amen. There are office of the prophet, people who operate, but these people, they become father prophets of the land. And if you see, the devil try to discredit and attack them. Because when they come after you like that, the, the attack is to shut your mouth. And once you shut a prophet's mouth, the word of the Lord cannot come out. So today I'm going to take you to some dimensions. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, there is a reason why we are in this bush. Our being in town will not help. Because sometimes God pitched the tent outside the camp. Because there's too much noise in the camp. Amen. And so the prophetic anointing like bush. John the Baptist was in the wilderness. Elijah loved that. I'll come to that in a second. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, we are talking about God's prophet. Ah, number two, the prophets are the people who wants and cause men and movement to get back to, to track. Another, another, another assignment of the prophet is to warn people and call men and movement everybody say movement to get back on the track when you look at ghana we have experienced different kinds of movement hallelujah there was an su movement there was a full gospel movement there was a women aglow movement there were different movements that has come they keep coming and they go and there was also the prophetic movement it started somewhere it opened up from circle if some of you remember so all this movement but as a point there movement gets hijacked by men and sometimes the extremes and errors when those things happen the prophetic voice is necessary to make all kinds of corrections for the movement because men and movement can begin in the spirit and quickly end up in the flesh men and movement so movement can end up beginning the spirit very strong but before you know it has just end up in the flesh and that you need the prophetic anointing to come in. Hallelujah. If I want to come to the New Testament in the book of Acts of the Apostles, I won't go there for now. You realize that most of the apostles, they started as prophets. The Bible talks about Saul and all those people, they started. So the apostolic anointing sometimes starts with the prophetic ministry and then they got into the apostolic unction. Hallelujah. But movement can start in the spirit. Paul told the church in Galatia, he said, why did you start in the spirit and you become perfect in the flesh? And he said, who has bewitched you? So there was a bewitchment. When there is a bewitchment, you need a prophetic voice to divide between the wheat and the tares. Amen. So the prophet lost to speak things about holiness because the prophet is God's representative to his people. The pastor or the priest is the people's representative to God. Are you, go, are you here of God? I'll say that again. The prophet is God's representative to his people. So they become God's mouthpiece. God speaks through the prophet to his people. The pastor or the priest is the people's representative to God. When the people want to say something to God, they say it through the man. But when God wants to speak to the people, he speaks it through the prophets. Amen. So the prophet is God's mouthpiece. It is not, I'll bring you to the place to let you know that prophets don't call themselves. The fact that you don't like their star does not mean God hates them. We will come to that place. Hallelujah. So number one, 
men and movement can begin in the spirit and quickly end up in the flesh and that is why we need a prophetic anointing men and movement can get away from the mandate to advance the kingdom am i moving too fast men and movement can get away from the man from the mandate that is the purpose of their calling huh? to advance the kingdom and instead begin to build empires One of the things that can fight revival is what I call empire building and churchianity and kingdoms. So men begin to build their own kingdom. Hallelujah. And when that thing comes, you need a prophetic voice to come and correct and God says, say yes, the Lord, I don't like these things. Amen. So it's not enough for us to sit under the church and then I'm going to the prophet. You must understand how it works and how it operates. Hallelujah men and movement can become controlling and so they can become controlling men and movement can become controlling when they become controlling we need a prophetic voice are you following me amen huh? so you see some of the things that came to our system is that some prophets will pray as if they are gods and some of you help them to do that this is a generation that if god called you in a prophetic office and you are not very sensitive and spiritual you'll be corrupted because people will force you to prophesy when God does not move you. Mm -hmm. Now let me tell you something. Don't clap yet. I find out something from the power. And I didn't read it from there, but God showed it to me. A lot of people come to the church. They used to go to Jujume. They go to Malams and all kinds of people with the wrong spirit. When they saw the prophetic move coming, they operated the prophet as if Jujume in the light. Because you don't need any faith to go to a jujuma, but you need faith to come to the prophet. Now, faith, when they don't want the faith, then they give them money to say something. So, you see, Naaman is an idol worshiper from Syria. When he came to the prophet, he came with all kinds of gifts and he said, I thought you walk out and see all the things I brought and he began to speak to me. So he has his own. Now he came to see the prophet the way he meets his fetish priest. Wow. And so God didn't even permit the prophet to take anything from him. So that you will feel as if he bought the miracle. The reason why we need a prophetic anointing to come and make the corrections is that greed and money can begin to manifest in men and movement. Greed and money can begin to manifest in men and movement. Pride and vanity can begin to replace humility and meekness and when all these things come you will notice that i'm still in the old testament you notice that the old testament prophet was sent to men correct them rebuke them deal with them and make sure that they are making some corrections hallelujah now what happens when there are no prophets the prophets they are not just in ghana every nation that experiences the kind of movement and things of god prophets will be raised it is God's interest to raise people that he, was, he can speak through them. Amen. That is why <laughs> it became troubles, very, 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 very troubling when prophets don't live a life of holiness. Because it's one of the signs of the prophetic anointing. If a prophet is sleeping with people's wife and sleeping with young girls, then something has gone wrong. 
Hallelujah. Because when I started, I told you that they promote God's purity and holiness. Because God, God said, without holiness, no one can see the Lord. So holiness is a requirement to meet God. He said, without holiness, no one can see. He said, be holy because I'm holy. Now, there's a difference between righteousness and holiness. Righteousness is imputed. Nobody can become righteous. We are living by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I don't want to go there and teach about that one. But righteousness is imputed, credited to you. But holiness, you must practice. Amen. Walking in obedience to the commandment of the Lord and doing some things because you are pursuing holiness. Let's say this one. When there are no prophets, what happened? Number one, let me say this before I tell you what happened when there are no prophets. Prophets, along with other ministry gifts, are a sign of God's presence in the church. So when you see the demonstration of the prophetic anointing, they are a sign of God's presence in the church. Like those who have followed us over the years and certain things come up and God go into your past and God speaks about things that happen nobody was there and God also begin to speak about things that will happen to you which is yet to happen I've met people that say you prophesied over me 15 years ago and it has happened so once you see the prophetic it's a sign that God is with them so when you see God raising prophet for nation it's a sign that he has visited the country so that's one of the signs hallelujah in fact when you see a very good ministry organization like church of pentecost and those things when you go to such huge organizations and huge church system you almost see all the five-fold ministry operating once a church get to a certain point and explode into the world all the five you will see a prophet there you will see an apostle there you will see a teacher there normally the church of pentecost emphasize more on the apostles but you will see there are current underground prophets in the ministry that give direction sometimes for instance church of pentecost has this system of voting for somebody to become an apostle general of the whole ministry but there are some to that came by prophecy so once god speaks then there's no voting like apostle to me they didn't vote it was a prophetic word that brought him to become the chairman so they have that respected prophets in the church that they say that says the lord this is my chosen chairman and there'll be no voting amen but watch this such a ministry must understand the prophetic ministry respect it to honor what he said because there were people in the bible prophets spoke and they rejected it for their own destruction you can sit in the church and the prophet will speak because of the mindset about what you have heard about prophet because i'm saying this for the danger that is coming to this country and the danger is that they are discrediting the prophet you see they are speaking so much about false prophets as if they are not true prophets and the devil does that to as he speak about the false prophet he discredit the true prophets so funtum funtum a time is coming they will just mix all of them together so when they hear prophet they suspect you but how can you have a counterfeit without original it's not possible no country you can never have 500 dollar bill counterfeit in ghana but it's possible to have 200 uh, CDs counterfeit. It's possible to have 100 CDs counterfeit. Why do you have a counterfeit of 200 CDs? Because there's an original. So if you are talking about false prophets, the chances are that there are a lot of true prophets in Ghana. Amen. 
and if you don't take it they will discredit both of them so we are coming to the place that when you go to a place let me tell you something i've gone to a lot of ministries to preach and when you go there they introduce as a prophet people close up so normally when you go to a church first time instead of releasing a blessing god will tell me you are going to prove your ministry it means that something has happened for them to accept you the fact that i'm preaching does not mean you are receptive you can come to church and as a result of why the person uh, who was introduced as a result of ministry you close up and most time the people who close up are the people are the ones that god sent the ministry to the devil is this devil is a very deceiving devil he's a trickster and he's a liar amen hallelujah people have closed up to ministry that god specifically sent it to them and not because the ministry has done anything it's not easy to say you are a prophet in our generation no it's not easy because of what the devil has done to the ministry the stories we hear about prophets the different things we hear about prophet but we are going to talk about all that amen hallelujah <laughs> because sometimes most of the people you call false prophet they might be true prophets it's just assessment of your mind but in the eyes of god maybe god has validated them so the bible didn't give us any antidote to select who is false and who is true you have the responsibility to discern it by your own discernment and stay away from them hallelujah but the reason why we cannot stop the false prophet is that it's prophesied in the bible that even the end time they will multiply so nobody can stop it and we are in the very end of the end time so whether they are false prophets on the business you look for the true ones it's your responsibility to find who is a true prophet because they will be there as long as the earth is there they will be there amen the problem is not the false problem the problem is lazy christians i want to say that again if we have developed our christianity we are walking in the discernment of the spirit they will not be trapped by false prophets but because we are not ready to pay price to grow anything goes this is the danger this is the danger sometimes we want results we don't care where it's coming from sometimes people don't care the reason why people get into all this trouble is that John Roy said, test the spirits and see whether they are of God. So we have the responsibility to test whether the thing that you, you are sitting is of God. Number two, you know them by their fruit. Yeah, you go to a prophet and the prophet say, I want to go and bath you with some herbs. And you go and they bath you. Can you imagine Jesus was bathing people? No, but there are people sitting, I have ministered here, people have come, and I called, they came and said, Daddy, they bath me, they do, they, they were tongue-talking born again. Do you know why they did that? They want a solution to a particular problem, and they were so desperate for the solution that they didn't care how it comes. So they end up complicating their issue. There are people sitting in the church, <laughs> they were following prophet, they were sleeping with them, but they were still calling them Odi. Amen. That is how the generation Christianity is. They were calling them Odi, Odi, Daddy, Daddy, and the man is Daddy in them. We're just there. And there's no discernment to draw that this man is leading me to hell. And that. And they'll follow them blindly and keep following them. So I don't want to blame anybody called false prophet. I don't want to blame. Because sometimes eh, people can call two prophets false as a result of their own thing the devil is using when we see people attacking this ministry some of them it's not just them a spirit has entered them 
They don't just do it with the naked. That's all they even belong to societies. They belong to different things that on the assignment at the kingdom of darkness go and attack this ministry because the only way to attack the genuine one is to discredit the false one so that we mix all of them together. So prophets along with other ministries gifts are a sign of God's presence in what? The church, Psalm 68 verse 18. Anytime God's presence departs in the Old Testament, one mark of his forsaking them was that there was no longer a prophet among them. Anytime. Huh? Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast left captivity captive. Thou hast received gift of men. Yea, for the rebellious also, the Lord God might dwell among them. This is what David said. So anytime you see huh, that there's a possession along with the other ministry gift, prophet along with the other ministry gift, it's a sign that God's presence with them. Hallelujah. Psalm 74 verse 1. Give me Psalm 74 verse 1. Whenever God's presence depart from Israel in an Old Testament time, study it through the Old Testament, one mark of his forsaking them was that there was no longer a prophet among them. Huh? Oh God, why hast thou cast us off? forever why doth thy anger smoke against the sheep of thy pastures jump to verse 9 jump to verse 9 we see not our signs there is no more any prophet neither is there among us any that know how long the reason there was no more prophets that god god didn't call anybody and once there is no prophet it means that god has departed from them because God has to come to you in the midst of you to raise a man and speak through the man. So it's not enough for you to kill all your prophet because when you kill your prophet, you will hear God. And nothing is frightening like God is not with you. Psalm 68 verse 18, I've already given you that scripture, hallelujah. But let's go to Psalm 74 uh, uh, verse number 9 again, the New Living Translation, give it to me. And let me show you something. We no longer see your miraculous signs. So, you see, we see what God does. God used the prophet for what? Miraculous signs. You can read it. In fact, let me tell you something. When you study the Old Testament carefully, almost every miracle Jesus did, the prophet did it. They control nature. Jesus Christ walked on water. Some of them caused metals to float. Jesus raised the dead. They raised the dead. The only thing Jesus did in the New Testament, that the old prophet in the in the Old Testament, they didn't do is to cast out demons. I like the way you are looking at me. Moses was one of them, the Bible called prophet. He pointed a rod and divided the sea. Moses, he strike rocks, water will come. Elijah, he caught fire from heaven. Elisha, hey, they multiply oil, they open the womb of women. They spoke the word of God. And they turned even battles. Battles that Israel was supposed to lose. They predicted win and they win. Jehoshaphat was afraid. And the prophet spoke. He said, believe his prophets also and he will prosper. Listen, they turned economic situations around in 24 hours. Tomorrow by this time, and the situation will turn. These are all the signs. These are all the signs. The only thing they couldn't do that Jesus did was to cast out demons. Amen. Some of them get to river that there were no bridge. It doesn't mean they, they lift their mantle, pop, the water will divide. 
and then they walk through it and the water will close up. They control natures and some of them can shut the heaven for three and a half years. There shall not be rain or do not be called God said, but according to my word, and God rock it. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. So, there were no prophets in Israel. Get this. When Samuel was born, when Samuel was born, there were no prophets in Israel. When there are no prophets, what happened? There was no prophet in Israel. The priesthood was corrupted and the nation was in apostasy. Because early sons were sleeping with people and messing up. So the priesthood was corrected. At that time, eh, ah, Jesus Christ, Samuel was born from a polygamist home. There were no prophets. He was not from any Levitical line. His father has married two wives, Penina and Hannah. And Samuel was born from one of the line. So there was no prophet in the land at the time Samuel was born. Thank God for a woman that went to God and said, give me a child and I'll hand him over to you. Because I see that you need a prophet, but I have a womb. <laughs> Let's get it. All the prophets can preach and correct the mess that is in the system. Hallelujah. Samuel brought a new level of blessing to israel he instilled the first two kings of israel wow he was operating as a priest and a prophet he was judging israel and also predicting and speaking into their life he he anointed the first king of israel that is Saul. anointed the second king of israel that is oh david hallelujah he brought a new blessing and and and, and transitioned israel to one of the greatest period of glory and power that is what Samuel did. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 3. And let me read from verse number 1. Watch this about this guy. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli the priest. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare. Come to the King James first. I want to show you something. When there are no prophets, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in the days. There was no open vision. Because there was no prophet. So when you come and see us prophesying, don't take it for granted. Because I'm going to show you, a time is coming. You'll be looking for those things, you won't find them. First Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. Give me the, the ESV. There is a script, there's a translation called the ESV. If you have it. Now the young man Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. Nothing. Everything was shut down. Because of the corruption of the priesthood anointing, God didn't raise prophet. So this guy was a consolation to the prophetic anointing shut up nobody was hearing god my goodness what is going on here give me the amplified version let me show them something huh now the boy somewhere ministered to the lord before Eli. the word of the lord was rare and precious in those days if it's rare and precious the reason why it's precious is that it's rare when you say something is rare it's very difficult it's scarce it's very difficult to find huh and those days there was no frequent widely spread vision now before then there was a frequent widespread vision but because of apostles at a certain point it was shut down so when you keep cursing your prophet god will depart 
Because God will not continue to raise people for people that will kill them. Would there be another Billy Graham in America? The way they are treating men of God. Have you heard a prophet from London or Britain? Think about it. So after they tortured John Wesley, have you heard a prophet again? Go back to church history and read it. God can walk out of a nation. So all this, your interest about attacking prophets, <laughs> it's not in your interest. When you see a country start talking about the things of God, can, this country will it have been there without the kingdom input. The best schools in this country was raised by Missy. We were raised by churches in front of him. Wesley girls, Presec, uh, St. Peter's, name them Pope Jones. Go around the country. Without the church, what would the country be? Without even the church pray, this man you are discredited without their prayer. You see, you can discredit somebody that is very dear to God. And that's where your danger is. Because sometimes people speak out of envyness, jealousy. Can understand. One of the problems people have with the, the ministries of Ghana is that they believe every man of God should be poor. It's a wrong gospel. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. The apostle that even said that silver and gold are vine none. At a certain point, the Bible said none of them was lacking. So it, it is not possible to serve God at a certain point and He won't bless you. Because it's not it's in good interest not to bless you. I may start driving, preaching with the car without starter, but I don't expect you at this point that when I return from long fasting, I will still drive the car without starter. Then it doesn't glorify God because then who will follow that kind of ministry? Now, hear this there was a time when your daughter is going to marry a pastor, the family cry because all the pastor's shoes were drinking water and their coat, when they lift it up, they bullet in the ambit. But today, it's a blessing to marry a pastor. Why? Because certain people have changed in the face, changed the start, changed the ministry, and oh, I feel like preaching. So even at the time I was married, it was not too something. My father-in-law was very concerned. Yeah, but today, there are young pastors here. Guys are chasing them. Why? Because if you see Kwame, huh? And you chase him. The reason why you are chasing him because you 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 once once you once you see me, you can tell how Kwame will become. That's what it is. So you see, say no. If this guy is following this man, this is where he's going. If you see how Pasabet, you say no. Then this is where this guy is going. So you can easily predict people's future by who they follow. If they have a good heart. I didn't start that way don't just consider that when we see people speaking against the church they're just speaking on their own spirits have entered them the only enemy of the church is the devil any other person he you see him operating satan is the one using them because the supernatural both darkness and light cannot operate without man so god cannot do anything on earth without the man the devil cannot do anything on earth without the man whoever you submit to uses you 
So the way I'm standing here passionately preaching the gospel day and night, somebody to and the demonic kingdom being also used by the devil for destruction. And both of them are there. The only thing that attack light is darkness. And so the only thing that attack the church is the devil. And when somebody is doing this, it's just being used. Amen. There were no open vision. No visions were coming. Mm-hmm. No visions were coming. Hallelujah. Now, this will interest you to know that. Even no country comes to the place of scientific achievement, development, science and technology, and manufacturing processes without first experiencing a revival in eternal life. So, Britain was never Britain until John Wesley was raised. Let me start with Germany. Germany never enter into all these things until Martin Luther was raised. And as a result, we call them Protestant. They rebel from the Catholic Church and say they just shall live by faith. And then it never happened to the United Kingdom until John Wesley was raised. The anointing of John Wesley and his brother Charles Wesley is like the people who wrote the Bible. Take the Methodist book that was written 400 years ago. You just pick it, it comes alive. There's unshame on it. never dies amen watch all those things now hear this south korea ghana was 10 times better than south korea until the prophet young Kicho was raised Stair revival they are among the first 14 richest countries in the world and the reason he raised a big church in their place is that south korea didn't kill him The two largest churches in the world are in South Korea. The second largest church, apart from the Tayongicho church, which is almost one million, the second one is about 600,000, and it's a Presbyterian church. Reviver. No, America never became America until the move of God. Oh, I can't even tell, but the one I can remember is Azusa Reviver. Broke up. Can you imagine Dr. Yongi Cho come from the Azusa, Azusa streamline? When the Azusa revival broke for two churches came out, Church of God of Mission, Assemblies of God. How many Assemblies of God churches are in the world? And Yongi Full Gospel, where Pastor Yongi Cho pastor is an Assemblies of God church. Move of the Spirit. Now watch this. America was so much in the move that the constitution of America was written on the basis of the Bible. It was the only currency that was written in God we trust. And because of that revival, Huh? Russia, them USSR was there before America came, but America took over and became superpower, and the dollar ruled the world. Until now, hear me before you cry. A generation is crying that we should take in God we trust from the money. When God is departing from you, when God is so, watch this. <laughs> I had a problem because I said that China will continue to copy. And China can never invent because they've never experienced eternal life. Recently, I was there, God came and corrected me and said, son, no, 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 you are mixing it completely. You are mixing it. You are mixing it. 
you are mixing it completely i said where am i missing it he said china is experiencing revival and the lord told me say listen the anchor ground church is almost bigger than all the churches in the world put together Helios. so the achievement and the investment contending china is a threat to america and it's not just ammunitions it's they are what we call the financial power that is china and the reason is because there are people underground praying 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 you see what is happening here this is the underground of ghana we are going to do a lesson 100 days fasting 40 days fasting 70 days this is the underground watch this you are talking now you are quiet people who told you who told you that you are quiet and gentle people Serenonians are gentle than Ghanaians. when the devil has not taken over you don't claim you are gentle so prayer has sustained this country your neighbors who has gone to war and sink down ivory coast was the capital of west africa everything was there until it starts sinking where were the prophets in ivory coast who could cry and stabilize political trouble this is a country almost time there is fasting going on you see this church pick it up by the time they end another church continue this one pick it this one pick it. this one pick this one pick every time so every time prayer cries from here and we say the people that are leading and championing this we should crucify them don't ever underestimate all these fastings we do it is a reason why you are look at the transition of the election from Mahama to Akufuado. Tension. You could see the demons are just moving around the borders of Ghana. And at that time, among other things, from here to 100 days prayer has gone on. So there was too much fire and lightings in the atmosphere for the vultures of the devil to lie. I sought for an intercessor, someone that will stand in the gap that I will not destroy the land. But thank God, God find one in Ghana and send the demons of bloodshed. No, don't play games with it. Don't get to spiritual politics. And because you belong to this organization, you think that when they are talking about this pastor, it doesn't it is coming close. Listen, once you see them arrest James and kill him, the next person is Peter. So you might be the next online. This is the devil's strategy. And I pray that the church in Ghana will mature. Amen. Because unfortunately, let me tell you that. Thank God. God said one person cannot pastor other people. So Potters take some, Assemblies take some, Pentecost take some, Matthews take some, Anglican take some, this one takes some. So God said, but we are all going to the same heaven. This is a bottom line. And if he gets some ministries like this, that let everybody come from another quarter and come and drink something. Do you know the ministries we have influenced with prayer? Yeah. Only God can tell. People have come here, learn prayer and send it to their church. People have come here, learned things, and said, pastors, individuals. One pastor told me, say, you can tell the difference between those who come to your place in my church when we start praying. 
And you can tell those who don't come there. He said, they make prayers so exciting that I follow them to start coming here. Also, my boy, the boy was starting agricultural school in Nigeria and went to Israel to go and learn and partner with Israeli farmers to come and teach so that people will come and learn agric and when they start, they will do their own farming. What is wrong in coming to learn from what you don't know? Mm. I have traveled to countries to go and sit under people's ministry and learn from them. I've gone there, sit there and humble myself and learn. I don't need a front seat. I just came here to learn. You don't need to give me any accolade or any credential. I just came here to learn. If you don't know the purpose of why you come to a place, that is why you want to be sitting in a palanquin. For what? <laughs> when I came there, they didn't give me a front seat. You can come and sit down. What would I do? Don't kill the prophets in your country. You will be in big time trouble. Woe unto a nation without prophets. Yeah. When all these terrorists and things landed they wanted to destroy in Nigeria, prophets stopped them. Yes, Lifted their hand, cursed them, cursed their sponsors. Now you don't hear of them again. Who is cursing the ones in Afghanistan? Woe unto a nation without prophets. Jesus said, You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the world. But when you lose your savor, then what is the meaning of you becoming a salt? Did I say I want sugar or salt? What happens when salt becomes sugar? And you put them in the soup. So sugaristic soup. And then you are drinking it. So when we can pray again, then we have lost our taste. When we can fast and pray, then we are the light, but we are dim. We are not shining. I don't care how many number a church sit. If they kill the fire, mm. it's just the devil's entertainment ground. Mm. What the devil respect is power. Forget about how many people are there. Let the power get. Two people can come together and pray and change a country. Let them do their work. Let them be at parliament. Let them be at whatever. But we have to pray. These people that have migrated to those countries and they are talking about America, America. When Azusa revival was on, people go to church for two weeks. Azusa never and stayed there. Never come home. Yes, church service was going on. And that is what sparked the revival. The proof of investment is time. So, God will only make time for those who make time for him. Am I teaching? I'm trying to wake you up. A lot of you sitting here this afternoon, God is going to call you into ministry. He told me today, some of them, they have no idea where I'm taking them. When I came back and I told my mother almost 30 years ago that God has called me, and people say, I am a lazy boy. My uncle say, I'm useless. And I must go and work. And I finished my building technologies. And I must go and work. 
and my classmates, Manchi Dems, are, uh, they were uh, a genius of all kinds of things. And I say, God has called me the insult. Because they didn't see where God is taking me. So I cannot sit here and predict where God is taking me. Can't they? Listen, you can even be, George Mayer started his ministry when he was 40 plus. So Wigglesburg was almost 50 years when God called him. Go and read it. So age is not a factor. Are you getting what I'm talking about? God will never bring you to this presence. Sometimes you came in here, all you are looking for is that you want some deliverance and some healing. But God's agenda is higher. He only used that secret to bring you to his presence and train you. Watch this. All Saul was looking for his father's missing axis. But there's an agenda for him to become a king. Someone told him, the axis you are looking for is found. But God has another agenda for you. Is it not because God has chosen you to be a captain of his inheritance? Saul has no dream or idea that is God's plan. So I can't tell God's plan for you sitting here. Tell your neighbor I'm going somewhere. Tell your neighbor I'm going somewhere. Amen. Tell them, tell them, tell them I'm going somewhere. This one is very strong. Write it down. Where there are no prophets, there is farming. When there are no prophets, there is what? Both natural and spiritual. So tell your neighbor, don't kill the prophets. So don't kill them. Don't kill them. You see, if you don't kill them, you support them. Now listen, if the leaders don't love you, eh, if the people you lead don't love you, the purpose of even being called to lead them will fail. So Moses was supposed to take them to the promised land, but because of the attack on him, he himself couldn't go. Mm. There is something about God. He will speak and find a way to fulfill it. Moses, go and take the people from the promised land, from Egypt and take them to the promised land. They go to Edom. Those of us who go to Israel, we will go to the Edomite land and we will stand on the mountain where Moses stood and look at the land and couldn't cross the Jordan. It's now in Amman. We go there every time. Now watch this. I'm sure God sits in heaven and says, I promise this guy. At least his feet must step on the ground. Moses couldn't come to the land in his life, but he came after death. How do I know that? On the mountain of transfiguration, he stepped there. Yeah. And when he stepped there, Peter then saw him and said, let us build two tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elijah. So after death, God even fulfilled his word. Whatever God has said about your life, you will fulfill it. Not even death could stop God. Moses finally came to the land, but it was after death. He stepped there for a few hours and left. But the important thing is that he was there. He stood there. <laughs> if you read the Bible, the Holy Ghost, I told you the Bible is a coded book. So you need God to open it up and decode it. If he doesn't decode, you read it like a twist. You read it like a storybook. He came there. 
and God give me assurance that whatever God has said, He will do it. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't kill your prophets, don't kill them. You know, I I I I, I saw the way the prophetic ministry. One day I went to preach in a church, and when I got there, this is the guest testimony. See, the moment my pastor came in, said, Well, let's welcome one of God's prophets. I took my bag, I was going home. Because I don't want to hear the name prophet. One of my daughters said, who got opportunity to have a baby? Um, I don't want to mention her name. She's become very close to me. And he has married for, I don't know, maybe 14 years, 15, I don't know. The mother keep giving Link to watch me. He did that for three years. He never watched. I don't want to hear this prophet prophetic. Uh, just a respect for his mother. Did you watch now? So one day, during the lockdown, say lockdown, they know be through. So even if you don't love crying, <laughs> I don't know, something happened and then she listened. She got arrested by the first message he listened. He said he was listening to the message, he was crying. See, we have people like this who preach like this on earth. And then he became addicted to my ministry. And finally, during the, one of the fasting, he took a plane and came here. And I release a prophetic word. That is where he's carrying his baby boy. So listen, the reason I'm preaching this is that there are people, the devil has already cut them from the source of their miracle because of what they heard. I saw something about a young lady here and I said, do you have an uncle? Like they say, yes. And when I say, I say, I need to pray for your uncle. And it's something I don't normally do. By the time I do that, it means that God is pushing me. And I say, my uncle, in the way he talks about prophet, when he goes, so I've heard about his name, but I'm a prophet, prophet's there. Give, give, what did he say? He said, the uncle said, collect his number so that I can call him. I said, no, 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 no. I don't give my number to anybody. When I say, Lord, I have done my part. If you didn't come, you know that I have done my part, and I left it. But the reason he didn't come is that he said later i think he heard it and he was trying to oh i think he went to ask some father he said hey prophet nana go there and i said no the grace to pray for you is lifted i mean you know your father i won't do it i don't want to pretend as if i'm the one who carried the power if god told me to minister to you at this point that is the point if it's gone it's gone you don't you don't you don't if neymar went back you go back with his leprosy that's what it is. That time is go to this is go, go to the water in deep seven times. If you feel too big to go that go back with who loses? What does it concern me? I don't need anything from you. It's even God has to put pressure. If God has to tell me this, and I ask, I say, this and this and this is happening to your uncle. Say, yes, Papa. And I say they are looking for him. And if you don't pray for him, they will eliminate him. I didn't I say call him to come. I just want to pray with him. Because sometimes when God reveals things to us, we have the greater grace to pray and affect it. Don't tell us that, how do the prophet, okay, people say the prophet give doom prophecies. There are doom prophecies in the Bible. But after the prophecy came, they pray and it was averted. So that's what it is. If Ezekiah didn't come and tell, if Isaiah didn't tell Ezekiah, you are going to die. Ezekiah could have died slowly. What would have happened? The prophetic word make Ezekiah pray and it was a reverse. So, this 
Those are not things. You can't use your mind to judge what God is doing. No. Hallelujah. I mean, tomorrow by this time, it didn't make sense, but it happened. Tell your neighbor, don't kill the Don't join those who are killing the prophet. Don't join them. By the time you shut the mouth of all your fathers, what is the point I give to you now? When there are no prophets, there is what? Uh, Amos chapter 8, verse 11 to 12. When there are no prophets, there is what? Wow. There is a famine. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send famine in the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a test of water, but a hearing of the words of the Lord. So this is the key. Give me the New Living Translation. When there are no prophets, there is a famine. Hmm. The time is surely coming, says the song. So, the way you are here fasting, the way you are here locking up, don't take it for granted. Time is coming. You are looking for somebody to lead you in prayer. You can't. When I travel some countries to do invasion, I see the hunger in their spirit. Because what you enjoy, they don't enjoy it. The time is surely coming, says the Lord. He has asked surely. He cannot fail. See as the sovereign Lord. When I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or water, but a famine of hearing words of the Lord. So you will walk around the whole year and nobody will prophesy over you. No one. When there are no prophets, who should prophesy? The privilege of coming at the prophetic atmosphere, speaking the word, releasing the word, tapping into other people's prophecies. General ones and specific ones. A time is coming. Those things will not be there. The revival in Ghana's park again in 1983. When there was a calm and after that, all these men that now become fathers were students and they started, some of them started praying that some wolves. They were rulers in Kofodia. They were, Papa Yusuf was in Boga. And they started praying and today they become the fathers of the charismatic move. Now watch it. But before then, there was no voice of God in Ghana. When revival dies, who him send a Jamaya Obebo? Some of you do know the message I preach that stop you from fornicating. Do you know the things I've spoken that stop you from doing the things you do? Look at how beautiful you are. If it's not because of this girl, do you know how many husbands, people's husbands you have collected? The way you are, whose husband can look at you and go free? It's not the word of God. Even in your fasting. But the word. The word. You have rejected money from men because of the word. Who want to sleep with you say perish with your money. No. If the money was not the word would have tapped no, look at how attractive you are. If you're not the word I've been preaching to you from Bidding Power, and can who put your mind black and white? Black in here, we are white in here, and I joke. You mix them together, then you are moving. That is what it is. Do you know people who have divorced, if not because of this grace, walk out of their marriage? One man talked to me, say, Papa, thank God for your life. It's not because of you, I'm a single mother. And I never knew my, my marriage would come to the place and be heaven on earth. The word. The word. When a prophet preaches a prophecy. 
That is why all the books, Isaiah, Jeremiah, we call them prophetic books. So they wrote them, but they were all prophecies. This is it. If not this ministry, ha 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 ha. Or you hear so I'm proud too, apart from you. Because no, it's for the men are coming and they are bringing money, and you two are broke. That's what I want. Time. Don't waste my time. You are broke. Let me find something. And no, that's what is there. The prophetic anointing in the holiness preaching has put people on the second edge. <laughs> Women are respecting men who don't deserve respect. They are submitting to men that if not the word, they will not have submitted to. Word. The word. Men has loved their wives. Who doesn't deserve to be loved? And grace has brought peace because of the word. Listen, go and tell them. I'm telling you, if you are waiting for me to be poor to for you to be happy. Then you will never be happy for the rest of your life. That's it. Tell all of them. You know, whatever those who are enemies of the kingdom, tell them. If my poverty is not to make you happy, uh -huh, then you, you have made it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. So, uh, I don't know why this pastor and uh, Jesus Christ came. If Jesus has money like this, hey, Jesus ride a donkey. You can imagine there was a Mercedes Benz at that time. Go and tell that man, the man has a nice upper room. Tell him I want to have uh, the communion with my disciple. Jesus ate in a richest man like Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus, Daniel, what would they say? Zacchaeus was a wealthy man. Mary and Martha, Mary, Mary and Martha, they, they don't spray perfume, they break it. Oh, here you are, pipe perfume. You would dive like a cat and catch the perfume. One day somebody bought expensive perfume for me. Perfume is tough. Me slip away so me buffer so perfume. Obe pie then can be tin pie. Who are there? Who in the expensive tender? Me sorry, me say home. Mommy will say, boy, didn't you let him fall down? Say, follow down, saying, yeah. A pie and I'm in any day. Do you understand? Have you ever cut something and then you woo yourself and you catch it? I did go in Java and then both them say, Who pray? It's your POP. Who but turn? Who has prayed? Why they're not there now? Because you can't buy it. This is the bottom line. Hallelujah. You don't want to hear truth and reality, so you are looking at me. This is the bottom line. Don't. Hallelujah. No. Who did God call and make them poor? Leave your father and your mother and go to a land that will show you. Do you read the Bible? Read it today. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. God said, get thee out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house. Huh? From your country and from your kindred, from your father's house to a land that will show you. What will you do when I go? By gaining power. God continue and say, I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee. What is blessing? What is blessing? It's bigger than money. What is blessing? I will, he didn't say, I will, I will bless thee. I will bless thee. And, and, and make your name great. And make your name great. Who is living in Sodom and Gomorrah? Who is popular? Who lives in Mamobi? 
at some house with a small window that is uh, and is popular. What's your name? I have asked you a question. Answer me. Who lives in? Uh, tell, tell me your, your neighborhood. Nobody even knows it. Even the road they cry is not correct. There are names you hear. You put your hands at your back. Yeah. I saw it in America. Some of the women, like Oprah Winfrey, who marry you to adopt your name. Paula White married. He's still called Paula White. Because that's the name the world knows. So America, they have a vow that because of the value on the name, they can't change it. Oh dear, who knows that name? That is what it is. Names. There's a realm you come to, you don't even say things, you say name. So when you hear Louis Vuitton, it's a name. When you hear Gucci, it's a name. When you hear Microsoft, it's a name. Apple, is a name. They don't really add anything to the phone. They only call it 30. Then you go and buy. It's just numbers. There's nothing different. It's just a name. You just want to hold it. All these rasters, they are names. They are not the same. Oh. There's a Togo one. There's a Brazilian hair. Am I telling the truth? There is something called natural hair. We're going to talk to them. Yeah, we're going to talk to Every baby. It's not the same. This is the bottom line. Hallelujah. God told you, said, I've, I've given you a name that is above every other name. So God said, Abraham, I'll make your name great. Who doesn't know Abraham? This is the prophetic word. Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. God said, I'll bless you. Listen to it. Between chapters, God has fulfilled the word. 13, verse 2. Assembly in America, and a boom, it is black and white on the ground. Abraham was what? Not rich. No, what is that? There's a difference between somebody who is rich and somebody who is very rich. They are not the same. There's a difference between favor and highly favored. They are not the same. So, who, 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 read them. God of Abraham, God of Isaac, James and Jacob. Which one was begging? Even the prophets. The prophets. Some of them were sent to a special house to be fed. Can you imagine you went to a house when everybody was hungry every day you eat cake? Cake, you know Christmas when I would eat cake. Who would eat cake on the 25th December? The following year, then you have the opportunity to eat one. Amen. Yeah. When we were children, there are so you drink Fanta only 25th, 26th. Who can say here? They are the corner, they are two years old. It has some four holes inside. Uh, what's the name? Piccadilly. Is it so there? What chance you give sir? Yeah, kind. My grandmother will count it. One, two, three, four, five, six. I am a firstborn of four brothers. When they buy shoes for me, they have my brothers in mind. I wear size that time, I think eight, they'll buy me ten. Oh, I'm asking you, Juma, pot. Two, nine, six. There are loads of people, Gumpa, boy, and even other now. Twenty-fifth, who buy an auto, and I'm people, hey! They collect the shoe. You will see it again, let's just follow me. It's called Demuni. Demuni. They are not buying shoes for you at Chanacho. Hey! Amos chapter 8, verse 11. What is the point I gave to you now? Huh? When there are no prophets, there is what? So, right now, because of where you are sitting, there is no farming. 
a time. A time is surely coming, says the sovereign Lord, when I will send farming hey, on the land. Not a farming of bread, of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Go, go and eat. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border, searching for the word of the Lord. But they will not find it. May it never happen to us. This is when you take God's word for granted. All these things are in the Bible. All these things are in the Bible. There are people who come here and cry and say, I wish what we have here is in our country. Isn't it frightening that those who have had it are taking it for granted? People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border searching for the word of God. Word hunger, but no fulfillment. So when you go home, lift your hands and say, Lord, thank you for this man you have raised for us. Lord, we bless you for Prophet Anasseh's life. Thank you for the sacrifice. Uncle, this send me, this man who has been faithful in my ministry, send me a message one early morning. That phone was not here for me to read. And there's also a portion where say, thank you for the extra mile and the sacrifice that you go through, going beyond the limit. Just to make sure our life get better. And I sent my message and I said, thank you. You have been a source of encouragement to me. No, once a while, it does something to me. When somebody, you, you don't care. All you want is a miracle. Whatever happened to us, you don't care. That's what it is. But there are people who raise him. And you use what you say. You go beyond the limit. So everybody you minister to who cares they don't care Paul said not that we desire a gift that to be credited to your account so giving to a man of God is a credit to your account because listen this is so important to God that when he was selling the land to the Israelites he left one tribe called Levite and said we are not going to give you a land because when I give you land you go and cultivate the land and not work in the temple so stay there all the rest of the living go and work when you work bring 10 percent, and the 10 percent become the sustenance of the levite and that is why when they don't pay tax, god say you are armed robbers because if you stop paying the tax, the levite will also come and read can you imagine instead of leading you in prayer i am sitting at my shop at mokola once you see pastors who have run away from the office and they are doing business This is the bottom line. God said they shouldn't work. Let them come. Do you know why God didn't give them a land? They will be tempted to go and start doing the maize farming. So no land is apportioned to you. You can't work. So that you concentrate on the temple work. So that these people that are working, when they come, you can pray with them. Because they will have enemies there. They will meet opposites. They will have demonic spirits that will chase them. But I will anoint you to stand and defend them. No. Listen. This work I'm doing my master jesus didn't do it part time so if i want to give maximum impact i must do it the way jesus did it i used to go around here supervising work this year god stopped me after we finished the jubilee temple we said now you are not going to get involved with all the project where it has come let your sons do it stay there and concentrate on my work 
Peter said that. Let us raise people that will serve table so that we'll give ourselves to fasting, prayer, and the word. Now, the way the pastors are working, no, at a certain point you can work, but at a certain point you know. There's a time of ministry. Eh? Either the work is your own work, but you shouldn't be a work at the bank and we're a senior pastor. Why would you have time to pray for the people? If it's your work, you competize. Workers are there. You only come there and spread, and it's there. But there are certain level. Can you imagine I'm standing, I'm working in the bank? Think about it. No. This man son used to work in the bank. At a point, he has to come out completely. When we start business, it doesn't even work. God will kill the business. I told my wife, open a shop. When I go there, nobody buys. Osu Paradise Book Shop. Sometimes I'm going to buy food. Right time come, five customers has come. My wife watching and say, Is he happy? Anything that takes our attention, God fight it. That's why if I'm careful the way I have to teach my family not to try to get my attention too much. God, God will fight it. My wife doesn't see me from January to the end of February. You can't be a woman that won't die. Can't. How? No matter of uh, I, I'm failing for you. Failing for what? You feel for mine in God's presence. No, I want attention. No, it doesn't work. My children, when the opportunity comes and I have some time for them, they enjoy it. But they see me in a certain mood. Even where I am, they won't come there. So I can't just marry a woman that always and I will cry and I will cry and I will cry and I mean go and I will man go sorry my boss. What are you talking about? No, the kind of ministry I have, I can't do that. I can't marry a woman who wants attention. My wife doesn't deserve me with attention. If he has opportunity for but he doesn't have, he leave me for God. And you can see clearly that this man is in the presence of God. You walk to that atmosphere, you could see that God is there. And you cannot come and want your attention. Oh. Hallelujah to Jesus. <laughs> if I finish preaching, I go back home. I have to go into the presence of God and seek for a word, a word of knowledge, a message for the night. And I have two hours to do that. That's why the time you come and say, hug me. So, in between, there is no time. You can't have an attention. I have been taken by God. So, sometimes, uh, I will hear God literally tells me after some program, take your family on a short vacation. And don't preach anywhere and spend time with them. So the way I'll buy and I want to marry a pastor. When we kuno. That's what it is. No. Because it's not the way. I'm not saying that is the way every pastor's ministry is. They are pastor when they preach Sunday, the next preaching is Sunday. How many times have I preached? I come here and say John 3 John 3 Will you be coming? Oh, before you know it's my name. Oh, John 3 <laughs> How many scriptures do you write down when I preach one message? 
doesn't come by accident. Steady to show yourself approved. A workman that didn't know to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You are preaching, you are praying, you are prophesying, you are casting demons, you are anointing. Hallelujah to Jesus. Give me the next one. <laughs> May we not run from sea to sea, from border to border looking for a way. Beautiful girls and strong young men will grow faint in, the, in that day, testing for the lost word. Beautiful girls and strong young men. So they are supposed, the young men must marry the beautiful girls, but they not be where to sustain the relationship. Beautiful guests and strong young men will grow faint in that day. Testing for the lost word. Go. And those who swear by the shameful idols of Samaria, who take oath in the name of the, of the God of Dan, and make vows in the name of the God of Bathsheba, they will all fall down, never to rise again. Because there is no way to cause them to rise. Honey, don't take for granted where you are sitting. You are not at your destination yet, but you have hope you are getting there. That one is enough. Nothing like walking with hope. Deliver us from word farming. If there are no prophets, there will be what? Seventy days, we are in somewhere 40 something. Look at the way you are being fed. Do you know your size in the spirit? In the spirit realm, you are oversized. You are looking huge. You are a macho in the spirit realm. You are Arnold Schwarzenegger in the spirit realm. You are Mr. Ghana in the spirit realm. Exercise yourself into godliness. For bodily exercise profited little. Until the way we are fasting, you, know, you are in a spiritual gym. You know, pushing metals now, or biceps and triceps. This is it. Amen. Me see, I told you, I saw one in New York Kennedy Airport. Everybody was wearing jacket, he was wearing singlet. And walking like this. Everybody was watching. The Lord spoke, he said, son, he was not born like this. He was not born like this. What you see, he exercised. And the Lord said, the way he is, you can be like this in the spirit. <laughs> That's exactly what has happened. So they go to the gym, they lift weight of metal, kilograms. Push it. Build their muscles. They were slim. But now look at their chest. How do you want to become strong in a spirit without exercise? Finally, let me end with this. The making of prophets. The making of a prophet. Now let me tell you this. God put prophets through a process of refinement. So give them time to grow. Through process of what? Malachi chapter 3 verse 3. That is what he said. Malachi was a prophet. 
He put them in the process. New Living Translation. He will set like a refiner of silver, burning away the dross. He will purify the Levite, refining them like gold and silver, so that they may once again offer acceptable sacrifice to the Lord. God never called perfect people. Never. 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 I've read through the Bible. There is nobody God called without a question mark. Even in the Garden of Eden, where perfection was the order, they fell. Abraham has his Hagar. Isaac was a Fudian. Jacob was a liar. Oh, I can go on and go. Come to New Testament. Huh? Peter, the man on fire, is denying his master. Apostle Paul has a thorn in his flesh. God has never used perfect people. Huh? Now here this conclusion. God never called the perfect. He perfected the call. This is the refining fire. God never called. So don't wait to be perfect before God calls. Because when are you going to stop? No. God never called the perfect. He perfected the call. He perfect the one with all the spot around them and he called them and perfect them. So if you're working to be perfect, you can never be used by God. None of them was used without a question. There is something God will put in your life that no matter how you use it, you remember you are a man. So listen, the making of prophet, give them time. Mm-hmm. They may give one word of knowledge that doesn't go through. It does not mean God has not called them. Huh? As they keep growing, you see one day they come to the place that what they said is what happens. But from this time, they are being refined. He will sit like a refiner of silver. So that's where he's sitting. So you, Kwame, everybody, me, he's refining all of us. What is it? Burning away the dross. What is the dross? The spot is burning all the wicked. He will purify the Levite. Who are the Levite? Those who are called. I just mentioned about them. Refining them like gold and silver. So God has not finished with you. He's still working. So that they may once again offer acceptable. So until they are refined, they cannot offer acceptable sacrifice. That is why God cannot anoint anybody he has not tested. Can this nation give them an opportunity to grow? And you too, if you want to grow, be under mentors. The most dangerous thing a prophet can do is not to have mentors and fathers. A self-made prophet is on his way to destruction. There is somebody you must follow. Somebody must look at you and say, stop and stop. Somebody must look. All the trouble comes. When they are children, but they say they are fathers. And listen, you don't become a father by accumulation of age. You become a father by the, by the special grace, quantum of the grace of God on your life, which has an evidence, which is built on maturity as a result of your knowledge on the word. As you also follow others who are being ahead of you. This is how the ministry is. You rise up by standing on other people's shoulder. 
So somebody is there. You want to go up, but climb their shoulder, stand on their shoulder so that you can see far. Listen, if you want to see far by standing on the ground, you can't see. So the problem with most of you that if you're not going to make it is because you don't have a mentor. Who is a mentor? It's a human monitor. Watch this. So have to, uh, let me repeat it again. I can tell you the destiny of Ruth because of Naomi. I can tell you Joshua is going to make it because of Moses. I can predict Elijah's future because of Elijah. If I see Paul, I know Timothy has a future. If I see Esther, I can tell her that she's going to make it because of Mordecai. Who are you looking to? Don't just be moving toss and flow with that one person that you are submitted under and not just verbal submission. It means that there are some of you, if you are divorcing your wife, I must come and say, stop it. And you stop it. If you are misbehaving towards your husband, I must come and say, hey girl, don't fool around and you calm down. Don't marry a man who nobody can talk to. And never bring a woman to the house that somebody cannot say shut up and he keeps quiet. If you don't, if your husband don't have that person, you have a lot of prayer to pray. So if I wake up with my wife, what is her confidence? There are people who watches over me. I used to go and preach Friday. Sometimes I have a program. I'll go to the church and preach and come to one. One of my fathers says, Stop it. From today, either you will not accept any appointment or you won't preach and come. And I stop it. Not because I love him, because the father said, Say, you are not young like the way you are made in power. You are growing. And we need you to stay around strong. Some of those pastors who know you are going to do all night on Friday, they still invite you. Would they preach somewhere and come and preach in their churches? Don't go there. And I stop. So everybody must have somebody in your life that point to you and monitor you and tell you that this thing will not help you. Stop it. Eh? Oh, I can handle it. Keep on handling. And that is the problem. That is why some people are in the church. When there's a problem, they don't know where to go. Because they don't have a mentor. No, I have sons here. If they misbehave, their wife can come. If Daniel is misbehaving, his wife can come and say, Bob, daddy. And his wife used to be my secretary. So that one, his life, his own is a very serious matter. That was what it is. No. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, if you want to be a prophet that will make it, get a mentor. The benefit of mentors is that they teach you things. I have made mistakes in life. Spiritual. There are things that I wish I knew better at that time. That is why I call it. But God uses our mistakes too. But the reason David them commit adultery and God put it black and white. It's not everybody in the Bible. It's not everybody that God put their story black and white. He put people's stories there so that we can learn. So, watch this. We went through some things so that in your time it will be perfected. I also have fathers. I follow some of them. They told me not to do some things and it helped me.
So I can also tell you not to do some things. That is why always the latter rains are stronger than the former rains. Jesus even told them, greater works you will do than I did because you learned from me. So what is the use? No, it will not work. What is the use? What is the use? It is dangerous to work. If you look at the ministry, everybody. When Lord stopped making Abraham his mentor, he pitched his tent in Sodo. This is a man of God here. Don't just be in your queue. It's spiritual. And stay close to the man. And be committed. Bless him until his spirit monitors you. It's not a mentor by mouth. The mentors I have. Jesus Christ. I, I, I am responsible to certain areas of their life and ministry. And I fulfill it. God told me one man. He said, if you want to enjoy his grace, then be, make sure you do this and that and do it as a covenant. You cannot be stingy and be a proper prodigy. You have to make sure the people that fed Jesus, he raised their, their brother. Uh, Jesus going, look at the way he went to raise Lazarus, went there, roll away the stone, Lazarus. So, number one, if you are in a cemetery and they have no roll away the stone, and if you are called Lazarus, stay dead. I'm not, I didn't come. If Jesus said, come forth, all the dead will have come. So one, roll away the stone. So that if there's a neighbor dead, that's called Lazarus. Because your stone is there, stay. These are all in the Bible. Amen. They fed Jesus and he was committed to make sure they were happy. You don't become a mentor by mouth. I learned it from other mentors. Hmm? You do things that make the people's spirit become committed. That is what it is. Even if they pray, they forget about you. God will command them to go back and pray for you. This is what it is. God gave you finances so that you can use it as a sacrificial seed on altars to protect your destiny. It's not everything that gets solved by prayer. Some things get solved by giving. Am I teaching? What is the use of suffering with all the money you have in the bank that after the rapture has come is for the Antichrist? This is the mystery I have that I never fear to close my account and give it to God. One day God tells me to give him something. I was struggling. He said, son, if I rapture you today, who is the money for? Now, he said, I'm going with my wife and children, so who is going to stay there? Now, all the money you have in your bank, account, if the rapture happens, it's for the Antichrist. So Jesus said, lay your treasures in heaven. And the only way you have treasure is that you sow to church. You sow to men and women of God. I'm teaching, eh? yeah. Lay your treasures in heaven. Huh? Do you know why people backslide in church? Because they have not given. You cannot sow it. There are some people here, even if I sack them from Portis, they won't go. Sure. You cannot invest in a place and just walk out. A man of God, you see somebody walking out of your chair, let them go. They have not invested. Where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. Where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. So people walk out of chair, they don't pay tight. They don't give. There are people who have invested in portes. They don't, they don't have any way. The only way not to leave your wife is to give her a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Invest in her. Oh, some women are laughing. Some people are squeezing their face, but I don't care. Hmm? Hmm? Which one more best to talk as a man uh, one day? No, so. <laughs> one lady wake up and say, I'm divorced. He's oh boy. Me cool. Me no, just me cool, me cool. I said, yeah. I come about. <laughs> he said, first of all, Jimmy, we are here for life. <laughs> this is the bottom line. You are not going anywhere. Where are you going? <laughs> where your treasures, where your heart to be. This is the bottom line. God deliver us from wet farming. Deliver us. <laughs> so the prophet in the making give time for God to work on them. It's not going to come on a silver planter. It takes time. Now on for one day. Moses ran away from Egypt when he was 40 years. He had an encounter at Mount Sena when he was 80 years. So, <laughs> Jethro trained Moses for 40 years. He died at 120. So, he was trained 40 years for 40 years ministry. So, you are finished. You, know, you are joking. Somebody sit there, wish someone say, You have to be poor. On what ground? If God doesn't bless you, it's not even to. It, 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 it will not, it's not good for him. Yeah, one day, one of the fathers came to preach. Do you know something? He said, Nana, I'm not surprised what God has done for you. If God didn't do his question prayer. So one day I said, I could be a fasting now. What is the what is the we want to see something? When I came here now, I can tell that the prayer thing works. So listen. Oh, some of the people in your family they are watching uncles, cousins, sisters they see you go to church and come in and come in there. If nothing happens, but something is about to happen, they will look for your Jesus without you witnessing to them. Something is going to happen. God is about to bless you big time. And I'm not talking about spiritual, this one physical in demonstration. Something will happen, they will say, Hey, can I tell you this, guys? Nobody in my family can question this Jesus. That person is not born. One of my uncle told me, Say, there's something about you. They are, over the years, they have acknowledged God's hand, cannot deny it. One of them stepped here, you almost met him. So I heard about it, but uh, uh, half of the story was not told. So there is a realm you are going here. God will do something significant. And he will do it intentionally. He will force that thing on you. Even if you are not ready. Bless you. Until you don't need to evangelize. They will look at you and come to Christ. They will just watch you like this. And they will be looking for your Jesus. I see them sneaking and come and at that time it will be so significant that they will look at you and say no 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 they won't say it for you to hear but in their chamber they'll say no this guy is god is alive look at what is happening to him when your business are flourishing you are building houses you are taking care of them they go to family meeting they are all fighting on fifty thousand, and you give it like water then Everybody is quiet. Then that is where the mental torture starts. 
then they will start from the time they will start meditating from the time they were mocking at you and gossiping and come and see now the state where you are then they will say isaiah chapter 4 and my isaiah chapter 2 and micah chapter 4 and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the of the lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains when something is established on the top of the mountains how does it look like that means a city built on a hill cannot hide it is a realm where you can't hide the blessing and it shall be exalted above the hills when something is exalted above the hills where does it stand sky skyscrapers and all nations shall flow into it listen to what your family people will say and many people in your family shall go and say come and let us go up to the mountain of the lord unto the house of the god of jacob and he will teach us of his way and we will walk in his path for out of zion shall go forth the law and the word of the law from jerusalem so you see what will happen to you they will come and say teach us how did you do it we know god can bless by yours and you see the way god will do it will be undeniable so one tells you i'm mean, breaking it down come to verse to go to the new living translation maybe in the last day the mountain of the lord's house will be the highest of all the most important place on earth maybe i'll take taking it for granted look at it it will be raised above the other hills and people from all over the world will stream there to worship now the question is still on him what did they that they are coming to worship no the bible didn't say we'll go and evangelize you whatever they saw about you it dragged them to where you actually worship Are they seeing that they are coming to worship what are they seeing there's something they are seeing they say no i tell you the evidence is so there much look at the next verse <laughs> people from many nations will come and say come let us go up to the mountain of the law lgbt plus plus all of them will come yeah. they don't have a choice Amen. it is money that gets you into that now another money has come you don't need to do that to come for the money so won't you come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the of Jacob's God. So it will be to the house of what's your name? Evelyn. Evelyn's God. What's your name, girl? Charlotte. Charlotte's God. So that's what. What's your name, girl? Ophelia. Ophelia's God. Huh? What's your name, girl? Uh huh. Girl. Uh huh. Teresa's God. So they will mention your God and say, ah. "Let's go and mention your God." That's what it is. So we have people pray and say that the God of Porter City. Ah. It means that the God, God has done something in Porter City that people refer to that God. Hey. <laughs> Elijah stood at the door and said, What is the Lord God of Elijah? What Elijah did Come, let us go to the house of the God of Jacob. There he will teach us of his way and we will walk in his path. For the Lord's, for the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Porter City. 
Proverbs chapter 17, verse 3. Allow God to purge you. The finding pot is for silver and the finance of gold, but the Lord, the Lord trieth the heart. The finding pot is for silver and the finance is for gold, but the Lord tried the heart. Let God purge you. A prophet is a vessel. God purges his vessels. A prophet is a vessel and God purges what? His vessel. Can I say this? You have to be a raw material to become a prophetic vessel. I have a message I have not preached and I have done a video on that message. I call it a journey to the porter's house. So I went to where they do port and they took me a video and I saw the way they start from the beginning to the port becomes complete. So a journey to the porter's house. And when God give me the release, I'll preach it to you with the videos running. I was walking from one stage to the other where they mark the clay, where they fix it and put it on the spin, where they spin and they started using their hand to shape in it. That is the way God is doing with your life. Amen. A journey to the porter's house. Vessels of honor. Hallelujah. May the Lord give you grace to go through a process. Take away dross of silver from them. What is dross? When God is cutting off all the unwanted things in your life. Proverbs 25 verse 4. When God is cutting all the unwanted things from your life. Wow. Take away the dross from the silver. And there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. God chosen prophet by his grace. So the work we are doing, we are doing it by what? Grace. Prophets understand grace. Every true prophet understands grace. They know God's strength is by grace. They understand that they cannot do this in their own strength. Prophets depend on the grace of God. You see it demonstrated. They depend on the grace of God. They depend on the strength of God. They depend on the favor of God. They depend on the power of God. They depend on the ability of God. True prophet. And I'm not talking about any prophet anyway. I'm talking about you. Every prophet understands that without God, they can do nothing. And that is why they are always fasting. It's a demonstration of their absolute dependence on him. Fasting is a demonstration psychologically of telling God that I depend on you. Prophets will find themselves in situations when they have to depend on the grace of God. How do you walk to a bush like this and start building with 20,000 Ghana cities in the whole church account? You have to lean on grace. And today is a multi-million thing. So, every two prophets depend on the grace of God. I depend on God to marry. depend on God to raise my children. I depend on God to build portals. I depend on God. When the roof was leaking, I went to God and cried. Lord, the building is Lord, we do. You give me direction, go. I'll touch their heart to give. 
and those he's touching them, they are giving. Listen. Listen. Stop depending on your strength. The Bible says be strong in the Lord. It didn't say be strong in yourself. Be strong in the Lord. It didn't say be strong in yourself. Don't depend on your so-called beauty. The boy who told you was beautiful, he is a mad guy. It's not correct. When you look at that, your former boyfriend is a correct guy. So don't depend. Because when we have the bear bad, they say I'm a pretty girl. Pretty. Is it pretty or pretty? You know, I'm walking around. Don't depend. Do you know that people walk around? They, 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 you are full of yourself. Come to church. Depend on the grace of God. People with the name of Ambuti and Beautiful never marry right men. Because they rejected God giving blessing for them. One girl told me, I said, why didn't you like this guy? I said, that he is short. Have you created a human being before? How, can you add one inch to your height? Who make you tall? And all these things are second mindset and perception. So what dreams is that? We break through, Beba. Some of you ladies here, it's just a mental shift and your husband is by your side. The kind of man you want to marry, God cannot even provide it. God can't make that requirement. Even the angels in heaven does not qualify. If angels qualify, who are we? We men. No. I want a man who is uh, seven feet five. Live, lives in East Legon. At least there should be three cars in his house. Because I don't like to drive one car for one week. And then he should be the man that every month he go to vacation in Dubai. Whoa. Whoa. And you remember Now you may think I'm joking. This is what is in their mind. The standards they've set. Is it not this place somebody insulted a man until forgotten that he brought car to church? I are you my, my, my size? Look at me. And he turned before the man. You, if you're a woman, will you will you excuse me? Dress the guy. The guy was walking to the pass. And he has shown the man called Namzabi one do lapas. A woman can insult you until your brain will shift. How are a long time? It's a blessing to come to the place you know that it's not your strength. Uh -huh. By the grace of God. <laughs> Can I tell you the prophet Anna? I am doing this with all sense of humility and appreciation. This is the secret I learned in the kingdom. Whatever you are doing, you are boasting. God has a substitute. Now, a substitute, say, when the substitute comes in, you'll be ten times better than you. And this is what he does. He substitutes you with people you don't respect. He told his guy, he said, I will provoke you to jealousy by a nation you don't respect. Now, use them better than you. Don't let it go into your mind. When I'm not short, boy, you better not short, your pray Naturally, they are different. We are just story building. Just story. I have a real. Oh, you are carpenter. You are a woman. 
just want to walk with a tall man that will be beating you. And I'm like, who could you have a bema? I don't know. A bronco, a boa. What a long time. And he was so slow, 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 slow. Why have your Facebook? And all kinds of frustrated celebrities who are suffering in their bedroom and put all kinds of pictures outside that is not the reality. Me took a baby no big book hotel my Dubai and I'm called that home. The for one and a half days. When I got down going, powerful hotel. The porter told me, Hey, did you enjoy say I say you are going back to reality? And she me, Papa. <laughs> it's your bedroom like this hotel. Reality. Stand to your feet. Me we a Pakistani man told me that. The guy is a wisdom bank. The guy told me, Wow, how did you powerful? I, the hotel is in the Bed Khalifa. Amani, one of mine said he was a pilot. He said, Papa, you are driving. He said, No, no, don't stay at the airport. I want you to stay here. Then you come and connect your flight. Hey, the hotel, they check you in in the room. I wanted to look at a fountain behind it. They said, No, no. I called and I said, Me, check it. He said, No, it's all on the iPad. Press open. You order food, you don't call. Oh. You take the menu, jollof rice, salad, you press send. In a short while, it's coming. We and I make a call. I say, Hey, how are you? You are going back to reality. <laughs> After fasting, you are going back to reality. Yes, sir. You better believe it. I see me. Me tick at me. What the guy is trying to tell me that this is not your bedroom. <laughs> Pakistani man, Bangladesh, he has sense. <laughs> All the things that have become your mind that you are thinking, I want a man this. After you marry, then you see the reality. That all those shows, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. At a certain point in your life, it's not a tall man or a short man, but the one that gives you peace. Wisdom is too high for the fool. May the Lord give you wisdom. You combine wisdom and understanding you end up as a celebrity in the kingdom amen, amen. tell your neighbor back to reality mm -hmm. sooner or later it will catch up with you if you think so after that no no I can't concentrate and right from the airport right from the taxi arena that reality has started because I told the taxi driver, your condition is not working. So I don't know, it just spoiled, but I'll work on it. Road having me find me reality. Where I was, it was cold, now reality hot. I'll come to the place and I was going to show you how to receive the prophet and how to receive the prophetic anointing. If you are in the house and a prophet visits you, what does he mean? If you don't know all these things, you come. Where one day, Genesis chapter 8, Abraham was sitting in front of his house and three men were passing. One was God, two were angels. Abraham was so sensitive enough to welcome them and cook for them. Mm. And by the time they go, they prophesy Isaac. So, does things happen by accident? If a prophet walk into your house, what is the meaning? Did God send him? If you come and you sit under a prophetic anointing, it's different from sitting under te teaching anointing. And if you don't know the difference, you'll mix it. Mm. 
You are not sitting in a prophetic anointing to judge the word of knowledge and to be a heavily examination counselor. And instead of Teresa, he said this. And say, and to is it tomes and in tomes is the reason why you came there the question has he said something once and not no yesterday god spoke he said there are three men here whose wives are foreigners or whatever other man is a foreigner when i said only one king you are not here to judge the process somebody was on the way somebody was there the god that spoke it you know how to assemble there no, you are sitting around. Some of you, te, 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 China, me some of you want to sit and anointing. All you are looking for is atom and atom. And you, are, you are not flowing in the spirit. You are not even tapping into the thing. Because sometimes God may not speak to your case, but you speak on somebody. And you must have enough faith to tap into the case. Jesus said, if you receive a prophet in the name, the question is, what is a prophet's reward? He didn't tell. How did the widow of Zarephath receive Elijah? How did the Shunammite woman receive Eli uh, Elijah? How? How did Obed Obadiah keep prophets and fed them? So he said, your spirit coming alive. You are so carnal. You are checking which one. Hey, and hey, prophet Some people, they sit there. Won't you call me? He has to call me too. It means that your faith is dead. Because you don't force God to call you. Yeah. See, then you flow under the anointing. You do what is expected. Once, sometimes, once a word of knowledge comes, all you come to your mind is that God is in the place. He has come in a very special way. And I need to get what I have to get. This sickness must leave me. This thing must break. Because Lord, your presence is here. As you are calling people's name, touch me. You are not just sitting there carnally. You are moving. There are people, one prophetic word is coming, God will tell them, go and sow a seed. Remember that there's a woman here. He was coming to sow a seed when I picked her yesterday. Yes. And I spoke about real estate. Later when I was praying, he showed me pictures of real estate he has started. So you tap into it, you pray, you connect your problem to the oil, you release yourself, you hear God say, sow seed. You hear God say, run to the man, touch his dress, do this. You, you, at that time, the sensitivity of your spirit is crucial. Do that sitting carnally. There are up and coming prophets that will sit on a senior prophet and not get anything because they are not in tune. Mm. You can only tune to 98.7 to cut Sunny FM. You can only tune to 99.7 to cut Joy FM. So if you're not in the frequency of God, you can't catch God. Be in the frequency so that you can pick his spirit. You can pick his word. And don't stay in church canally. Tomorrow I'm going to teach you how to flow with the prophetic. How to ride on the wings of the prophetic anointing. And use it to your advantage. Because it's available. Lift up your two hands. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. 
For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.